Hi, I'm Britton. And I'm Spencer. And I'm Prince Midnight. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 295 albums in his Pike series, inching ever closer to 300, and we're going to listen to them three at a time. This is Getting Head. Headgetters, this is episode 63 of Getting Head, a bucket cast. Hell yeah. Yeah, what do we got for 63 this week, Spencer? What's we're close to like? 69. I mean, we're that's six all away from 69, but that's you got to do better than that. You, never, <laughs> you like chose like one episode to go with doing the number thing, and you just like gave up, man. Come yeah. on, it's a, it's a deficient composite number. Come on, oh. everyone knows that. All right, okay. Everyone who right, Wikipedia is the number... I'm sorry. Is 63 no. a prime? Uh, no, it's divisible by three. 21 by three. Oh, yeah. That makes right. sense. Uh, and also, uh, gosh, it's also a seven. It's also definitely a base seven or divisor seven number. Uh, nice. Yeah. Oh, it's a seven. Three. Seven times this, nine. Seven times this nine. is great podcasting. Yeah. Um, um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go on a math rant. You, y'all can <laughs> shut up. Uh, <laughs> this is... Uh, we have a guest today. We do a very a guest. I'm extremely excited about. I've actually told this to like everybody I know that I'm extremely excited. Um, I'm, I'm also very excited. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> we have Prince Midnight, um, musician, scene legend, creator uh, of incredible works. Yeah, just honestly, like some of the best things I've seen on the internet in the past couple years have Truly. come from one person, and it's Prince Midnight. I, I didn't even know your name or that you made music until like uh, a couple weeks ago, and it's it's blow. You have continuously blown my mind. Thanks, so guys. Thanks for, ha- thanks for having welcome. me, what, what, and uh, appreciate the uh, kind words and everything. Yeah. So, so what have you done to got to get here? What, uh, <laughs> why are you being punished by uh, podcast? Man, you guys, exactly. I just got a message that you guys are going through the Buckethead catalog and. Uh, Invited me to come and participate. So, uh, yeah, I listened to the, the songs and uh, and I'm I'm here to <laughs> thank thank you so much for doing that. That's uh, I mean, most of the guests recently we're going through uh, is you probably saw like a series of albums that are increasingly difficult to listen to. So uh, we've been accused of uh, like just trolling people, and I'm like, no, we're serious. No, I dig, I dig it because I, I was into some noise stuff. Like, you know, there's there's like the yeah. there's like the big nice. noise names. Like, I, I saw Mersbo one time. Uh, they're you know, big, hell yeah, they're nice. a big name in noise. So, I mean, I get it. It's you know, the first I listened to the music, and it's kind of like part noise, part um, kind of like ambient. It reminds me of like an old, mm-hmm. maybe like an old uh, Mortise record, but like a little less, co- a little oh, less sure. put together, a little more yeah. noise than that, but like kind of the same atmosphere, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll talk more about the albums individually sure. a little bit later. But totally, um, can I say something? Uh, yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> 
Okay, someone sent me the the Lars Ulrich toilet, and we we're gonna get to it. We got to talk about it. The Lars Ulrich toilet. It's on everyone's mind. Oh uh, no, that that yeah. Someone that blew up somebody on your sent account. that to like, me, and it like that. absolutely shattered my mind. And then when yeah. I found out that you were the same person that made Uncle Guitar. I I lost my mind. But, like I, and, I don't and, even know. Like but, I can't, I can't process that. It's too amazing. <laughs> and uh, uh, for for listeners who don't know, uh, when Spencer says Uncle Guitar, he's referring to a guitar that were made out of the bones of Prince Midnight's. Uncle. I got it right here. Actually. And it's the coolest thing. Oh, I, holy we shit. would love to see Hold that on, so much. Can we, we would. See it. <laughs> I came up for like two seconds, but I'll give you one of. The- cool. Yeah, that's, that's okay. totally cool. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so excited. I, I put it in. A, I put it in like oh a jello case. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. It's fragile. Well, the fucking uh, yeah. beat up is like the uh, the um cartilage in between the ribs. I guess they like replaced that with like yeah. paper mache or something when they are. You know, it's like not huh. real cartilage. It's like it's, uh, right. Stuff. And so, so is. Are the bones like cured at all, or do you um? Are they like coated in epoxy yeah, or anything? Or are they are just not. like bones? The bones, bones are just kind of like they're kind okay. of like gross. They're kind of dirty. I didn't like clean them or anything. <laughs> Dude, that's so fucking metal. That's like that's the most like, metal. That's the honestly. only. That's the most metal there's way just to go. Still that covered is. in blood. That's like that rules so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking Uncle Guitar. Oh, my so, God. So, so, there it is. So, what? Yeah, as you can see. Oh, so, my God. It's amazing. Yeah, I broke <laughs> Still it recently, but, you know, um, yeah. so, like, all this cartilage and this cartilage is, like, some kind of, I don't know what it is, some kind of hard material that's turned, like, brown over the years. And, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, man, that's it. So, and then, uh, hell yeah. So, so, I started so, so drilling like, into the bone. I was like worried I was going to shatter the bone. But it yeah, didn't that shatter. Sense, yeah. I just drilled real slow and uh, mounted the the volume knobs here, and then put the the pickups. And there's another there's a bridge pickup, and there's also a pickup right here by the neck. So. Uh, what, oh, nice. Uh, I didn't see the neck pickup before. What I kind like of pickups that, did you use? Those are Telecaster pickups, and like that is a, a truly interesting choice oh, for man. this guitar. Yeah, yeah. so, man, I, I grew up, you know, listening to hardcore and punk music, and, like, my favorite guitar tone is uh-huh. there's, like, an old New York hardcore band called Antidote, and they recorded on, like, a 10-inch, uh-huh. like, practice amps and with, like, you know, a, a garage sale guitar. So to, like people were talking about the tone and mm-hmm. oh you should use humbuckers in this I'm like man like that's just uh, I, hey I respect everyone who's like really into gear and like fine tuning a tone but I've just always just kind of mm-hmm. mm-hmm. use what you have and um that, yeah. that sometimes if you're using stuff that's not traditional like that's when you get the most unique cool sound that people try to copy 20 years later and Hell really yeah. you just use like straight you know, up just some yeah. piece yeah. of junk you found uh, in the garage or whatever so i had a i had a telecaster copy so that's what i used i got a i mean i got a 
That makes a I lot of sense. I got better guitars, but I didn't really, uh, you know, I didn't want to use like a left Paul to like chop it up, you know. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that makes sense. I like that. I li- I've always appreciated that kind of aesthetic, and that's definitely something that I like a lot too. I like the the idea of just like, hey, you know, what you got is what you got. You can make yeah. you can make anything sound good. Like the, the mean, people that are like, oh no, no no, you need this guitar, you need this pickup, you need this amp, you need these pedals. That's how you get the sound. It's like, sure, that's a way, and that's a valid way yeah. of getting a sound. But also, like, you can just build a guitar out of your your uncle, you know, with a, yeah. a Telecaster. Coffee. I mean, why, that also why works too. you don't need a body blank? We all know that, like, for like electric guitars with hot pickups, like, yeah, but the the body would really doesn't matter that much. Like, use whatever. And, and, use and whatever. If you get yeah. a, like, yeah. use whatever. And if you get something that sounds not traditional, I'm not going to say terrible because that because yeah. that's you know that's totally yeah. a subjective term. But like something that sounds unique, man, you just hit the jackpot. It's like you know the the crazy cat lady that finds like the weird looking cat in the alley and breeds it and becomes a millionaire and to the new cat. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. Go yeah with hell it, yeah. You know, make guitars uh, out of weird, out of weird stuff. Uh, my bass player, he, he's a uh, man. I don't want to say where he works. Cause I got like him and me and like a bunch of heat, but he works at like a, you know, he works in the custom That's- wood shop at a famous guitar builder. And he builds guitars out of like, he started mm-hmm. building them out of skateboards, and uh, nice. yeah, yeah. You know, he. I think he thought he's gonna like make a million dollars because he like copyrighted this idea and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, you know, I've actually seen those skateboard guitars. I know which one you're talking about. I mean, about. they're cool. Yeah. They only have like really so much potential, though. I mean, they're they're kind of you know they're. They're cool, but they're like yeah. pizza guitars. Like, how many pizza like, guitars can they actually sell? They look uh, cool, but it's like... It's a fun gimmick, but like, you know, I, I feel like you don't need yeah. to like uh. copyright it, you know? It's... Yeah, so, so. yeah. God bless you, know. But, yeah, I don't agree so, with that. <laughs> yeah, I want to make a guitar out of a razor you know, spear. From the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I've seen that guitar. It's really yeah, it something. Yeah, like a World of Warcraft yeah. weapon yeah. or something, you know? It fucking Hell does! Yeah. Oh my that's god, that's exactly what it looks like. I mean, yeah. uh, you, you go back to like the Gene Simmons axe base that's oh, just an yeah. axe. Dude, yeah. it's got the fake blood on it and everything. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's so dumb, but you know, <laughs> I, it's kind of cool. If like Kiss was actually a really cool band, it would be cool. But because Gene Simmons is playing it, it's not. So you know what? If Kiss was a really cool band, you know what band they would be? They'd be Immortal. <laughs> Or insane like, clown posse. Oh yeah, yeah. Either of those are fine choices. <laughs> or actually, King Diamond. Oh yeah, yeah. King, King Diamond rules. Cool. Um, so yeah, Hell fuck yeah. yeah. We were just talking about how awesome King Diamond was before the cast, like right? Yeah. So so yeah. We, well, we were talking about it in reference to your music because like the way you deliver a lot of lines is very King Diamond esque. He's a ma- he's a major influence. It's, I, it's, I got it's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could definitely get that. Like, your stuff is very theatrical. Yeah, he, so he does concept albums that tell have a narrative story to them, and so, you know, yeah. he's not the first yeah. one to do that, but, man, he sure does it better than anyone, I think. And Yeah, I fucking so agree. Good, dude, like, yeah. Abigail, them. Dude, um, them. My, my fucking, poor yeah. wife has heard them so many times. Uh, yeah, she probably mm-hmm. knows the words yeah. better than most 
King Diamond fans. He's like, oh, by the way, Jack, yeah. Grandma, you're having tea with your dead grandma. Okay. <laughs> grandma. Uh huh. Uh huh. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that rocks. And, uh, um, he's not afraid to, um, you know, to me, like, you know, I, I love his, his music and everything, but I just also love, like, his creative bravery, you know, because there's a lot you can poke fun at right. with, with King Diamond, and he just doesn't care, man. Mm-hmm. He just follows his, you know, no. yeah. follows his Yeah, he it. seems like a theater kid who is also a metalhead. Yeah. Yeah. Really amazing. Super, super good stuff. Uh, um, so what I'm, what I'm getting from this is King Diamond Toilet is next, right? You know... <laughs> I mean, do you want to shit on, on shit on the king though? Like, I get mm. Lars Ulrich. Like. So, I would love to do something with King Diamond, but so the so if you want to get into the making of the toilet, you'll kind of understand why you know it's difficult yeah. to just willy nilly a new toilet. Uh-huh. So, for mm. sure, for sure, for so sure. I, so this toilet, you know. I don't know where you want to start with all this. You want me to tell you about the toilet? It's just like well, actually, st- start at the beginning. Like, why? Why <laughs> make a toilet that looks like Lars Ulrich, the drummer from Metallica? So I have there's like this Facebook group. There are probably other groups, but it's called um, like Toilets with a Threatening Aura. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm very okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. Absolutely. I like. I get yeah. into like niche things, and it's. I don't even look at it as like, oh, like this is comedy. Like, there's something about those images, yeah. like archetypally, yeah. that people are attracted uh-huh. to, and just um, there's something interesting about it. Or like a hundred thousand people would follow it. I it's completely not just agree. A goof. It's like, yeah. What? Yeah. What about this? It yeah. makes is interesting to people, and so following that and seeing different, mm-hmm. you know, toilets, and um, I was like, man, I really this is a this is a, a, an unexplored like type of art, and so I was agreed. Yeah, and th- there's like very true. A, a weirdly large amount of examples of that kind of art represented on pages like toilets with threatening auras. For yeah, sure. and you know, there's some fine art examples like Marcel Duchamp's fountain that was like kind of started the conceptual art movement in like the Dada era and stuff. So anyway, <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. I like to kind of combine a couple different things I'm interested in. So uh, I really wanted to do some kind of life-size sculpture, but I just felt like, you know, I just couldn't imagine like doing like a sculpture of like you know, Tom Brady for, like, the park or something. So I'm like, you know, so, <laughs> uh, I, so I, I had this idea to make a toilet, and I'm like, I want this to be a figural toilet. So, I, you know, I looked around. I couldn't find any yeah, examples yeah. of anyone who had made a, a celebrity figural toilet. So... Yeah, I can't think of it. So I, like, I mean, that's an incredible like late night search term, right? Like <laughs> typing in into your phone at like two a.m. You're like Celine Dion toilet, Madonna toilet, like just yeah, going through not, all the celebrities not, you can none think of. Any of those people. So, so you know, some people think it's like a, a diss on Mars, but honestly, I, I could have chosen anyone, and. Yeah. Uh, 
I chose mm-hmm. Lars. I kind of was, um, you know, thinking Metallica, and Lars is already sitting down since he's like the drummer, obviously. And that so, makes sense. Makes he's, sense. He's already yeah, on the yeah, throne. And, yeah, there's <laughs> some certainly some uh, parallel there with the throne. You could even say it's a bit of a, a pun, if, if you wish. But uh, <laughs> there's like no better person that I could imagine to make a toilet about. Like that's the other thing. Like when I saw yeah, it, that like blew my yeah. mind so much. I was like, this is this is beautiful in a lot of ways. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, not only like funny to see, but it's also like very well made and it like looks nice, but it also like doesn't come across like somebody's like saying like, fuck Lars Ulrich. Like it doesn't come across no. like that. It comes across like somebody being like, there's funny things here. And I'm like mm-hmm. paying homage to that. But at the same time, like this is just like a work of love because I think these things are yeah. interesting. I, right. And I think I think the the piece evokes the question: Why not Lars Ulrich? Yeah, it truly is not meant to be like a goof on Lars. Like if I I could have made a normal sculpture of Lars, and guess how many people would have seen it? Zero. I could have painted a picture of Lars. How many exactly. people would have seen it? Very true. Zero. So instead, I took my you know creative interest in the you know unusual <laughs> toilet and you know combined it with Lars and you know I think a lot of people got enjoyment out of it and there's certainly people who are you know yeah uh-huh, you know think it's a goof on Mars and that's cool about art is because you know different people can see it different ways and, and um, some people yeah. never think mm-hmm. about a path just like oh I get to like pee on Mars and that's fine because some people just walk by you know the Mona Lisa, you know, without, yeah. go, oh, there's that painting I've seen in high school. But you could invest a little more mm-hmm. time and um, get get more out of it if you want to and maybe explore um, some other creative spaces that are unconventional. Hell yeah. You know? I love, love that, that message. That's so awesome, man. Like That is great. An incredible moment. Like these last few years with COVID and everything have been really hard. And like mm-hmm. some things that I've seen on the internet, some people that I've met through the internet – like have really helped things be better, and that was definitely mm. one of those things that like it was a it was a, a momentous thing that I saw, and like was it just infinitely amusing, like everything that I saw about it, and it was just very it's very good. So thank also, you for that. Thank you. <laughs> also, for that. like I'm a I'm I'm Hell like yeah. a visual artist myself, and I make a lot of visual art, and I love museums and stuff like that. And with COVID, like museums, like galleries have closed everywhere. Like museums are, you know, shuttered. And it's like, it's hard to like see art and like seeing a cool piece of art come through my feed on like Instagram, that like never happens. Like even on my art Instagrams, but like, yeah, that was, I was very appreciative of that. Thanks. Just I feel like that's kind of, um, out of nowhere. Gosh, to me, you know, it's like, not to diss people who like, you know, want to paint a picture of a pear and hang it up in like the library or whatever. But to me, I'm like, mm-hmm. the, the, the creative, the canvas now is like the viral universe. You know, that's our collective unconscious yeah. now is, is what's viral. Mm-hmm. So if you, mm-hmm. you know, you really want to uh, paint on a canvas that's going to be seen by a lot of people, you know, hanging it up in like the library is not the way to go anymore. You got to create something that's compelling um, to, you know, the internet mm-hmm. at large or however you want to put it, you know? So, uh, yeah, right. yeah. Funny. Cause 
yeah, the the large toilet, those those kind of things I, I thought about and I really I wanted to create something that was compelling, but the Skelecaster, the skeleton guitar was totally just um, you know, a love letter to Philip, you know, metaphorically. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I know Maj and I didn't like plan on it going viral. I, I just like kind of posted the over a couple months, like different phases yeah. of building it. And then all of a sudden, I don't know if like a celebrity liked it or how, how Instagram like works, but all of a sudden, like a billion people like, like the picture. And, uh, yeah, so it's funny because mm-hmm. they both happened organically, but one was, I guess they're both artistic, uh, exploits, but one was, um, they are conceived kind of with different visions. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. 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 And, and I yeah, get that yeah. vibe from, from those different pieces for sure. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. The hardest one didn't really, um... You know, and I didn't do it to get any anyone to care about it. I did it for myself. Is uh, I built, I had um, I had a ton of brick because I wanted to like put this brick pathway in the front of my house, and the city like came mm-hmm. by and they were like, "You can't do this," blah blah blah. So I had this pile of brick, and uh, I'm like, "Hey, I'm going to build mm-hmm. a fire pit." And I, I told my wife, "I'm going to build a fire pit." She's like, "Okay," but she knows me, so she's like, "What else are you doing?" Like I'm gonna build a little, <laughs> I'm gonna build like a bench and a chair, and she's like, so I start building, it and she's like, this looks bigger than a chair. So if you look at my Instagram, I built like a giant um, throne out of brick um, that kind of sits uh-huh. over a big fire pit with these benches, and uh, man, it took uh-huh. me. It was like I had to learn how to lay brick, and I mean, it's like. It was like a ritual <laughs> adventure to make this thing, but I, I love it now. It's funny, I never sit in the throne. I usually let someone else sit in the throne, but, um, yeah, so that's like another project that I... Oh, shit, yeah. I, I'm seeing what... I, I see what you're talking about. That is uh, that is huge. It looks huge. Yeah, and there's like um, there's wow. a little more to it. Like, there's a hidden uh, area in the back of it called the uh, Lolarium. I had imported some of the um, red clay fired um, pieces are from Greece. Uh, there's like Hermes on the top and in the back, there's like a hidden altar with uh, some custom bricks that I made and had fired. So, I mean, I really, I really uh, spent a lot of time on it. There's a few projects like that on there. If you dig around that, um, yeah, so like I, I didn't do that. To That's work. awesome, man. Get likes, but I just those those are the kind of things that I I do and share on you know my Instagram for you know whatever. I don't know why I'm telling you about that, but maybe because I really love that. It's, it's <laughs> because it's dope. It's dope. Yeah, yeah. We we want to hear it. That's uh, yeah. amazing. I'm a big. Well, fan anyways, thank thank you so much for telling us that. I'm a big. I'm, <laughs> that fucking rules. Yeah, yeah. Greece is really important. To me, you know, and the whole uh, Eastern Europe, I, I just have a real affinity to it. My family's from there, and, uh, you know, I visited over there. I 
I've, uh, you know, gone all through the, the Balkans and gone to Romania, Bulgaria, uh, you know, all, all those places. So with, uh, with Uncle so, Phil yeah. in the nineties. So, Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's dope as hell. And now uh, he's, he's I, still with you right there. Yeah. So this helmet is actually a, a Greek. This is a Greek helmet. So. Oh, okay. Sick. Nice. So I have the full suit of armor, too, uh, but it's like a total pain in the ass to put on. So, and it's it's real. <laughs> that's it's, fair. You know, it's real. That's fair. I, I saw that, like the price of chainmail has like come down a ton, and I've been thinking about getting some chainmail lately. Chainmail is pretty cool. You're just like casually observing the price of yeah, chainmail. yeah. Like you can get like a full headpiece for like forty bucks, and I'm like, what? Chainmail? I tried huh. to make yeah. chainmail. Like, it's really hard. That's yeah. what I've heard, but like they have a lot of prefab stuff that's super inexpensive now, huh. like and on Amazon and shit. And I'm like, huh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah buy, uh, I buy my chainmail on Amazon. <laughs> Whatever. Pre, pre uh, Amazon, <laughs> man. I I I bought a huge bag of those little metal circles, and I was like put, putting uh, it together yeah. myself. And I made a piece like this big, but it took me like two weeks, and I'm like. This sucks. I just gave up. Yeah, <laughs> that's the story I've heard from everybody that tried to make chainmail that I know. They're like, it's just like, oh, it's so it takes so long. That's, that's the thing. It's like if it's not a life or death matter and it's not real armor for fighting, you don't have that much investment in it. But back mm. then, people were like, well, no. if I don't make this, I will die. So you know, Man, it's one of those. Things. If I do make, even if you got the chainmail on, if you take a. A sword, yeah. you know, it might not like chop your mm -hmm. arm off, but imagine the bruise you're gonna have. <laughs> I guess it's better than losing oh my your God. arm for real. Yeah, yeah. Right? like it's it might be, be better than your arm chopped off. Yeah, yeah. Old Yikes. battles, old battles is a hard time. Well, anyway, mm. speaking of old battles, we're here to yeah. talk about our old friend Buckethead. Yes, the worst we are. segue ever. Uh, Brit, so it's uh, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, Britt, would you be willing to hit us with a bucket fact? I would love to hit y'all with a bucket fact. Bucket fact, bucket fact, bucket fact, bucket fact, bucket fact, bucket fact, bucket fact. Today, we're going to talk about Buckethead's history of live performance with bands, so excluding touring his solo music. The first band Buckethead is recorded playing live with more than a few times is the Deli Creeps. Between 1991 and 2003, Deli Creeps performed live just seven times. Seven times in their entire history. Wow. Between just 1995 and 2006... Buckethead played live with Praxis 12 times, starting four years after their inception. Buckethead would join them for the majority of their touring uh, during this time, but has neither recorded an album or toured with them since. And they don't bring a uh, guitarist on tour anymore. Instead, they have a turntablist, hmm. which is DJ Disc, which we talked about, I think, last episode. Yeah, I think last episode. Uh, from 1998 to 1999, Buckethead would uh, join up with uh, as a side member for Primus in the middle of their sets uh, with uh, for playing the Les Claypool led song Buckethead, which he did five times with them, including all their Ozfest dates in 1999. That's pretty impressive. Hmm. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, he's, he's yeah, he's played with a lot of people. Um, Buckethead joined Guns and Roses in 2001 
but only toured with them for about a year and a half uh, before they stopped touring to finish Chinese Democracy. We During all know time, how that went. We certainly do. During that time, he played 26 shows with them, which makes uh, that the band he's actually played with the most. Huh. Um, between 2002 and 2004, Buckethead played with Les Claypool's Bucket of Bernie Brains, along with uh, Brain, Brian Mantia, and uh, Bernie Worrell, uh, 23 times. Oh, if wow. you count the first jam session they had when Bill Laswell couldn't make it to play with Praxis at Bonnaroo the day the band formed. Hmm. And that's it. For his solo music, Buckethead has played at least 620 shows over a period of 29 years. The last being a lot of shows, two years man. ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and pretty much all of them are in a period of like eight years. Um, yeah. Like over 400 of them are in that. So like, I mean, dude, dude was out for like 50 dates plus for like five, six years in a row, which is that's pretty, pretty, pretty big. Pretty gnarly. Like that's, Especially since a lot of it's solo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, most of me doubts we'll ever see Buckethead play with another full band again that isn't his own. Mm. It's been 17 years now since he's toured with anything but his solo material. And given that's about half of his career, I don't see it changing any time soon. Everyone remembers that, you know, that's where he was really hit, you know, got big was that Guns N' Roses show, obviously. That, oh, right, totally, right. totally. I mean, well, so he, he definitely had a bunch of, like, indie fame from when he toured with, uh, um, what do you call him? Primus. Uh, Primus a little bit. Because, you know, Primus is a pretty big band, but... Like, he didn't explode, and he didn't become, like, an actual, like, public figure until Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. I had no idea was about on, the uh, Primus connection. I, uh, to be honest with you, I'm more impressed that he played those shows with Primus. I never really was a big <laughs> yeah. Guns fan. I was more of a <laughs> yeah, me Metallica fan, as you probably could guess by my toilet. <laughs> definitely. But I definitely. was a big so, Primus fan when, like, Sailing the Seas of Cheese came out, man. I was like... Oh, yeah. Fucking loved that album. I'm a bassist, so I, uh, I've i been Les Claypilled from an early, early age. Dude, and, man, I'm uh, a bass player. I've been, I've been recording bass all day, so... Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, well, we listened to three Pikes this week. We listened to three more Pikes this week. Three more of the Days Till Halloween series. Yeah, we're in it. Pike, we're deep in it now. P- Pike 187, 188, and 189. Forgotten Experiment. Uh, shit, what's the second one? Light Actually. in Window and, and uh, Blue, Blue Square, respectively. respectively. Uh, yeah, they were... Kind of like uh, they the, they got the a little bit ones. better. I think these yeah, this week so. was I, better I, than I last say, week. Yeah. I would say at least like the first Pike we listened to, um, and the last one we listened to this week were both better. Um, Interesting. Yeah, let's start let's, with the first yeah. one. Twenty days till Halloween, forgotten experiment, released on October twelfth, twenty fifteen, just one day after the previous Pike. Yep. Hey, there's some synths on here. Hey, it's all synths, pretty much. Yeah. There's like some parts I think could be bass and I think could be guitar, but I don't think so. I think it's all synth. Yeah. I think it's a full synth album. Um, yeah. And it, it, it's it's not bad. It's um some of it sounds like very like John Carpentery. Um, much more so on the on Blue Squared, but yes. Yeah, yeah, for yes. sure, definitely for sure. Yes. Uh, well, Blue Squared is the only one of these with like m- music. 
Um, uh, how much time do you, do you think? Is this just like the, so? This, is the song just kind of freestyle, like one take, or do you or do you think? Like, is this a song he could, like, remember the next day, or is this just... You know, just- I don't, no, think, I don't so. think so. I think that the no. one-take thing is probably pretty close. Like, for these albums, because, yeah, he's releasing them one day after the other for 31 days in a row. Um, yeah. So... That's what makes, yeah. like, this particular run so impressive, is, like, he released an album every day for a month, which... Mm is impressive regardless of the kind of music i i i feel like some of these are kind of lazy but the the ones this week are a little bit above that at least yeah it feels most of these considered. sound like they were recorded maybe more than a day maybe maybe um but yeah this one yeah. he's noodling around with some synths um yep yeah it's kind of sounds like a, a dude like in a in a guitar store like playing around with a synthesizer a yeah, little but bit. He kind of knows what he's doing. Um, yeah, yeah. He's not he's not a total noob. Yeah, uh, but it's a it's atmospheric for sure. True. Um, yeah, there's there's some cool stuff on here. It's better and like I think more. Um, I don't know more of a an actual horror soundtrack than the stuff that's come before, which is more like horror noise. Mm-hmm. Th- this sounds more like it's actually meant for something. It sounds like it has more of a direction to it to me. Um, yeah. But it's still kind of a Halloween noise album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, does uh, anyone anyway, find um, it like, difficult to call them albums or, or you know... I mean, there's, you know, I think part of what I, and this is probably part of his artistic statement because, you know, art is what the artist says it is, you know, so if he says it's an album, it's an album, but, you know, I I don't know if you guys are musicians, like, God, man, like when I write songs and stuff, I kind of, you know, it takes a considerable amount of time, so I'm like... For sure. I don't. So, I don't so, know how um, I feel. I don't know if. Uh, I don't, yeah. So, I don't know so how for I feel this, about it. For There's part of me that wants to be like this. Kind of cheapens the idea of creating an album, but at the same time, who am I to say what creating an album is? I'm just a freaking dick. Exactly. I. You know. <laughs> I can agree with you for a small percentage of the the Pike series, but. We're in a subsection of them right now where he's releasing them one day after the other. There are some pikes that sound like they could have taken like a year to write. Like there are some pikes that are very good music. Yeah, for sure. And like these ones, like I do agree with what you're saying though. And like that's been something that's been echoed a lot in like the comments on these albums and whatnot. Right. Um, Because I don't, I don't, I almost don't want to consider these pikes because they're not like an expression of very good music put out very quickly. But, they're just like, but like, no. like Prince Midnight so eloquently put it, you know, art is what the artist says it is. Right. And Buckethead True. says these are pikes. So yeah. by his own logic, by the artist's right. own intent, they are as valid as the other ones that came before it, which is an interesting value proposition. They're, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're my least favorite children though. Like, they're, <laughs> They're, they're, I mean, they're, they're fine. And I get what he's doing. I get what he's going for, I think. But like, it's just maybe just not for me. Mm-hmm. Like there's probably some people out there where this series is just all their favorite pikes. Probably. Um, and I get that. Yeah. I get that. 
But that's cool. I but mean, it's not for me. N- noise music isn't for everyone. I mean, like yeah, I- I've gone right. out to a you know a small basement and watched a guy play with pedals on a folding table, you know, for an hour wow. and scream into a microphone, and like that's been a fun time. But yeah. that's not for everybody, <laughs> right? And so, so I can I can definitely say I don't think I like noise, and that comes from a person who has released a noise album. Yes. Yeah, I've I've released a noise album called God of Misunderstanding, and uh, I don't think I like noise. <laughs> I think I might have decided that after the fact. Ah, but uh, that happens to the best of us. I, I suppose it does. It, it's um, I mean I okay. I, I I don't know how to put it. Like it's good for some things. I just have a hard time just listening to noise for no reason, like, like for just enjoying I, it. I feel like the, the kind of like realm that I can get into is when it's like, when it's totally just chaotic noise, I kind of have a difficult time, but there's like, there's a sweet mm. spot that's like between industrial music and just complete chaos that, uh, mm-hmm. okay. Has yeah, like, yeah. like there was the first noise thing I ever heard was, you know, that hardcore band integrity, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so their singer had like a noise thing called Psy Warfare in the nineties. And I, mm-hmm. I got it right. and it was like it wasn't industrial music, but it also wasn't just completely chaotic, like this this buckethead record felt like just very random and chaotic and so there's like a sweet mm-hmm. spot in there where I think you can still be noise, but it's like you're consciously creating some kind of atmosphere that has like a flow to it from like beginning okay. to the end, yeah. you know? For sure. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you know, like I, I definitely love noise in some things like noise is great for noise. Music is amazing for soundtracking things. You know, there's, there's so many like movies and shows now that actually like use noise for stuff and it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah. you know, if, Sometimes if you're just like walking or whatever, yeah, noise is cool. Like to actually like set a mood or whatever. But like, I, I guess I, I judge a lot of music by if I'm able to sit here at my computer and listen to it through my headphones. Like I listen to most music. Um, and I don't know. It just, it just doesn't hit the same way. Let me ask you this. What yeah. unfortunate late night trip to the store is this album? That's a great question. What are you getting? Uh, you were you were definitely getting um, like a, I'm gonna say like a Pepto Bismol because like you got a few symptoms. <laughs> oh, tell me your you symptoms. You got a few right? symptoms. Um, I mean, it's definitely like you're just basically pooping water. Yeah, at yeah, this yeah, point. yeah, yeah. Butt water. And you like, got the butt water yeah, going. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got the butt water. You got the, just the the real empty feeling stomach thing. Even though you're you've like eaten recently, you got I don't know. You got a Red eye. Um, <laughs> so, so you have pink herpes. eye. So you're describing pink eye. Herpes. Uh, <laughs> I'm just describing my life. Um, yeah. Yeah. Broken foot. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. No, it yeah. is definitely that. All right. Mm. Uh, yeah. This one, I didn't hate this one. I like that there's synths on it, but it also wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't it super, more like wasn't super impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. moving on, uh, the, another Pike we listened to this week was Pike 188, 19 days till Halloween, light, light in the window. In win- I believe it's light in window. Light, uh, sorry, yeah, light in window. My apologies. Light in window. 
Uh, yeah, uh, released on October 13th, uh-huh. 2015, one day after Forgotten Experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more synths. We got more so, synths. This isn't just guitar again. This one I thought was the most interesting of this week. Really? Yeah. Like so, I I said there. This one had very interesting ideas. It was just very unmusical. So this one, when I was listening to it, one of the notes that I took was big, oh, except for track six, which was really cool and like just a single keyboard. Yeah, really. I, cool I, one of my notes that I took was big Zorn energy. I guess this is kind of John Zornish. I could see it's that. Zornish. This it's is Zorn adjacent. Yeah, it's a uh, Zorn esque. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How do you feel about this one, Prince Midnight? Yeah, I kind of concur with those thoughts. Um, there's a little bit more, you know, there's a little bit more there for me to listen to than the, the first one. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny that you mentioned John Zorn because I'm like, I'm like in a John Zorn adjacent musical project. So it's weird that you guys even know who he is. <laughs> yes. We uh, we talk about Zorn all the we, time. We actually like, do a, talk about Zorn he, a lot. He's he's a god. <laughs> he's a musical god where who only wears uh, camo cargo shorts, and I find that <laughs> I find that fascinating. Honestly, I'm just like, okay, sure. Like he's just like the modern John Coltrane, but he only he he looks like he's in a fucking groove metal band. <laughs> like it's really weird. But I love the guy. Yeah, um, he's it. also uh, John Zorn and Buckethead have collaborated together before. Really, and, uh, have played together. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and actually, uh, John Zorn, uh, his Japanese record label released one of uh, Buckethead's albums. Oh yeah, Buckethead Land, like way back in the day, back in the nineties. Yeah, lots, lots of connections there. My friend Sue Lin. I actually, when I first got the vibraphone, we were writing like Exotica. And uh, they're very um, into John Zorn and that kind of jazz guitar. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, it's funny because she would give me all this uh, stuff to listen to, John Zorn stuff. And so I had never heard it before. But, you know, some of it has a little bit of a kind of a exotic-y vibe, even though exotic doesn't really have guitar in it. But... And by exotic, I mean the like mm-hmm. 50s, like lounge music or the tropical. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, I uh, know. Yeah. So that's something nice. I'm excited And it's funny because um, she's such a John Zorn fan that we actually got uh, Mark Urselli, who's like a producer in New York who does like j- records all John Zorn stuff. He, uh-huh. he worked on a record and, and mixed the song, so... Um, yeah, oh, nice. I'm like I'm like a John Zorn uh, adjacent project. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah! No, Dude, that, that's yeah, that's true. John Zorn like, adjacent. You're yeah. like yeah, you're like one degree away from Zorn, which is like I'm like eleven, which sucks. Does that make you Zorny, yeah. Brit? I wish <laughs> I was far more Zorny, to be honest. I wish I had like a blue chew to make me Zorny. <laughs> I'd, I'd get blue pilled as hell. She'll probably <laughs> play with him because she, you know. It's her name, Sue Wynn. I, I, I think she goes by they now, and I apologize for using the wrong pronoun, but 
Yes, um, they play for the punk band Propagandi. Do you know? Do you know that? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 80s. yeah. Wow, yeah. Propagandi's so, still around? They've been around since like the late eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Mm, yeah. So they sure. joined probably like five or six years ago, and uh, mm-hmm. anyways, but I think that their tr- real passion is uh, jazz music, and I know that uh, John uh, John Zorn. Uh, jam session would be a uh, career highlight. So, oh, for fucking yeah. real, right, dude, dude. I'm not trying to like name drop. I just you said John Zorn, and I'm like, no, no that's that's a, that, no, that's a highly relevant. And we always want to hear about Zorn. This podcast is a Zorn hub. Yeah, this is Zorn. Okay. <laughs> I should send you guys some of these songs. That I'll probably get. Please, I'll probably yeah. get freaking in trouble, but. I mean, it's not like, it's very... We won't release them. So it's not like, like there's, it. like, millions of people, like, ready to put it on Napster or anything. It's like... <laughs> yeah, right? Like, for sure. Yeah, like, imagine leaking his John Zorn album. Yeah. You'd be like, you, You'd be the only seed <laughs> for, like, six months. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, thanks for listening. Like, he'd download and be like, oh, I just needed an extra coffee. I don't we're know. Like My the, record label We're, like, the bargain low. basement version of that. So, yeah. <laughs> It's it's better than being a bargain va- basement version of a bad band. Oh, so. for sure. Like that yeah. that's like a cool vibe for sure. I mean, I th- I feel like everyone has been in a bargain basement uh basement with uh bleh, yeah, uh Metallica at one point. Uh-huh. And that's just a bad place to be. Yeah. We've all been in that band. Yeah. That uh that covers Seek and Destroy. Sometimes you're Lars Ulrich and sometimes you're the Lars Ulrich toilet. That's a good point. <laughs> that's I I like that a lot. I've never been in a thrash metal band. I did perform with um, this like band called Party Time once. That kind of was uh, it's like the singer of that death metal band, The Absence. They're on like uh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I know that band. Kind of like a municipal waste kind of band, side band. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, I like. I sang like I sang part of one song on one of their records. So. That's nice. the closest I ever came to being in thrash metal. Most of my time was playing like punk and hardcore music, and I play a little mm-hmm. grindcore on my records, and that comes from I, yeah. I grew up in like there was a band that you know kind of kind of an underground band called Ass Sucks from Tampa. Oh, and, they're uh, not. I mean, yeah, they're underground, but they're huge in the grind scene. Oh, yeah. That's like, yeah. every, so every I drummer I know them. who plays grindcore loves Asa. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up seeing them all the time, and the guitar player on a record store oh, in Tampa here, and they had, like, mm. shows every weekend. So, um, and those oh, guys shit. were... So, wow. The guys in that band were all, came from punk rock, except for punk, hardcore and punk rock, except for the drummer was kind of mm. like, he came, he was in like Nasty Savage and like all these like he was like a serious metal drummer and so it was kind mm-hmm. of like the this hardcore guitar player and uh, and singer teaming up with this dude who's like extremely talented like was in like a major label heavy metal band and, and created that anyway so that's really where so I, sick I, that band I, fucking rocks. Yeah. I got into metal like that way, which is kind of ra- a roundabout way. Like uh, I was mm-hmm. in the hardcore, and I got into Afsuck, and there's like a bunch of bands that kind of um, 
you know, kind of walk that line. And then I started getting into, like, in the 90s, of course, in Tampa, going to, like, cannibal corp shows and stuff, you know, kind of expanded oh, into yeah. the, like, sure. you know, the greater metal scene or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. My rambling. Hell yeah. No. No, 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 no. It's, it's good. good. <laughs> it's good. No, we'll just tell you to, to shut it, you know? Like, yeah. if we need to. Yeah. So, yeah. No. But crack that whip. Yeah, yeah. Crack no, it. No big deal. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, closing out this album, Pike 188, mm-hmm. um, uh, what, um, what feral animal that you have to run away from on the street <laughs> is this album? Uh, this album is a fucking, it is a raccoon. It is definitely okay. a raccoon. Like, but it's Just not a really like, angry raccoon. Because I don't want to run away from raccoons. I love raccoons. so totally, and let, that's why it's mm-hmm. so like unassuming. That's why it gets okay. you because, like, you know, you see a raccoon and you're like, hey, and it's you see a their raccoon. cute little hands. And yeah, you're, you're like, like oh, raccoon hands. But like, what yeah. if they were like holding rocks or like holding a rock in one of those hands and like running oh. towards you, and you'd be like, uh. <laughs> Uh, or like a little tomahawk or something. Yeah, that'd be. Or just like yeah, running towards you. I think like because raccoons are big. You know, it's like I think seeing they one running towards you would be really unsettling because typically Dude, like, they just kind of scare you. Imagine raccoon. That would be the freaking worst. That would be terrifying. I know they got big yeah. teeth. I like and, and like they got big teeth and rabies. Like they carry rabies too. They're not like not in the northwest. They don't. They don't. Oh really? Uh, oh, that's so good there's to know. no rabies in Washington. Did really? You know so yeah, th- really? no rabies in Washington. I mean they're. Well, you know, there's got to be rabies somewhere. Uh, it says on some website somewhere that I looked at a while ago that there's no rabies in Washington. I don't know. Anyway, Interesting. Uh, I love. Don't get the wrong idea. This is a pro raccoon podcast for sure. It better we be. Love, it better we better be. Love, we're over. We love raccoons, but also the yes, idea of one running at you in the middle of the night is terrifying in a way and unsettling. We never, we never said the middle of the night. Uh, I guess one I didn't almost, say that. One almost fell on me from a tree one night. That was. <laughs> That must have been a trip. Like you're just walking and trying to be buddies. There was screaming in my backyard, and of course, since I'm a wise person, I went outside to see what the screaming. Yeah, (laughs) of course. So I I go out on my back porch, and I hear the screaming, and I look up, and it's two raccoons fighting in this tree, and I see one start to fall, and I and I take a huge step back, and it. It falls probably thirty feet, lands right where I was standing, and then I didn't land. And I just went inside, but I was like, "Man, if that thing landed on me, I would be so tore the hell up right now." But yeah, <laughs> can you? I, I can you imagine just like you're outside and a raccoon falls on you from thirty feet up? <laughs> I, I can't. That's terrifying. Yeah, that's way worse than a raccoon running at you. Yeah. I think you know what I think that's what this album yeah. is. It's a a raccoon falling on you for uh, on you from out of a tree. <laughs> it definitely is. Yeah, uh, uh, Pike One Eighty Nine, Blue Squared, Eighteen Days Till Halloween. Does Bucket yeah, always uh, wear the release. mask with the bucket? Yeah, yeah, always does. No one has ever really seen his face. Yeah. Is it the, is it the no. same mask and and it's a KFC bucket every time? Uh yeah, he has different different buckets. buckets yeah. Uh, and he has he has multiple copies of the same mask, but it's the same type of mask. Mm-hmm. It's a type of mask that was only produced in like 1984 or something like that. And so he has extras. Yeah, he's probably like. Yeah, he was. I remember Richard Simmons used to like be like, "Hey, if anyone has these shorts made in like 1982, 
like new old stock, I'll pay anything. So remember his little rich, you know, <laughs> Richard Simmons? Yeah. Am I dating myself? Oh, you, you, yeah, Richard Simmons rules. You can't not remember those shorts. Those shorts are burned into my oh, brain. Yeah. So, they, you know? so there yeah. was a time period where he would like mention it on radio shows that he was like, he was on his like last five pairs, and if anyone had like new old stock oh, no. to contact him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I he he, those shorts, he's so yeah. rich he could just make them himself yeah that's a good point yeah just like yeah we'll just hire someone and be like here's a pair a, of these you can make a ferrari yourself too but you know it's you have the same skill. Too. But, yeah but, I mean, and the we time. are talking about a pair of shorts <laughs> not a ferrari <laughs> i don't know there's some might say there's, there's art in both there's nuance in those yeah. shorts that we just can't perceive. From uh, uh, there, there's nuance in my shorts you can't perceive. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> neither, neither can the ladies. No one's perceiving the. <laughs> no. no one's perceiving your shorts, Brit. Uh, I wish I could be perceived. Yeah, that's okay. Um, <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Um, <laughs> Speaking of it's all right, this Pike Pike One Eighty Nine Blue Squared is all right. It is. Uh, I really like the first. The first track, track the is first really track cool. Is it's like an, music. It's like a John Carpenter esque yeah. thing. Yeah, which is fun. it's like just brooding synths playing slowly. Yeah, it's like droney, synthy. Yeah, good synths. Love a synth. Love, love selection. a good synth. Yeah, love a good synth selection. Yeah. Like. Some synths just don't work together. Mm-hmm. You found some good synths. Agreed. Good team. Good team of synths. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest of the album is just noise. So 10 minutes of good song and then 20 minutes of eh. Um, but yeah, good first song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Hmm? Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, I direction. like this one uh, probably. I think I like the second one the best, and this one second, and then the first one uh, was seemed felt like a real throwaway. Like he spent like two minutes on it. So uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can appreciate uh, some noise for ambiance uh, in there. It, it, it's a better mixer than it is by itself. Let's say you know. Totally. Like yeah. coconut yeah. cream is a good mixer for your peanut salada, <laughs> but you don't want to drink a whole glass of it, right? Yeah, that's that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, that's that's a good, that coconut. Good point. Cre- I love some coconut cream. Coconut cream's really good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's so like uh, thick and just sweet and yummy. Yeah. It's so it make, good. Makes, like, makes for a real good in, curry. Oh, yeah. uh, put a little bit in your iced tea. Oh, yum! Amazing. Pretty good. Um, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, uh, it's oh, yeah. cool to hear uh, Mr. Head <laughs> go. We can call him that, sure. That's Mr. Fine. Head, uh, you know, do some stuff in the synth realm. And, like, we've heard two synth albums this week, which is new. Have. It's cool. Yeah, because he's mostly just been doing ambient guitar, uh-huh. which has been not my favorite. Not my favorite either. Gotta say. Uh, but, but I prefer the ambient synth, to be honest. It, it sounds more like... Halloween soundtracky and like yeah. I think generally spooky. Yeah, I mean these albums yeah. are you know the Halloween store spooky sound effects CDs. Like that's how I see this whole series. True, right? True. It's like the the so, two dollar CD that you buy to like play for the the Halloween decorations. Right. And so you know, so I guess for this album, I have to ask, um, what 
Spirit Halloween or what previous building was in the Spirit Halloween that occupies this space that this music is playing? So what building did Spirit Halloween like j- take, take over? over? Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, it, this is a Kmart. This is an old Kmart. Interesting. Uh-huh. This, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, so check it out. It's a Kmart originally it was built as a Kmart and then it was converted right. to a Walmart later on. And then the Walmart closed down Interesting. and now it is a spirit Halloween. You know what I'd love to see that would be absolutely <laughs> iconic is a spirit Halloween takeover an abandoned pizza. Hut. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine a spirit? Halloween? It's just like the roof along with the sign. It'd be so good. Where, where do you think this belongs? Uh, Prince midnight. I feel like old pizza huts are all sorts of things. Yeah. I, I love like it when a, they become Chinese restaurants. That's great. There's like a yeah. massage well, the roof still works. I think you can get an HJ at an old Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to consult our sponsor, rubmaps.org. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can can uh, that's a uh, can I go there for a stuffed crust? Still? <laughs> the, no, that's eighty bucks extra. <laughs> You can stop oh, the crust yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of Little Caesars when I was 16. and uh, oh, Hot yeah. and ready, like, baby. There was this guy that was, I don't mean to get too uh, vulgar here. I'll, I'll keep it kind of PG. Oh, no, no. Was, as vulgar no, as no, you want. You can say whatever you want. Please yeah. so say anything. Like a, we don't. There was we're, this we're not guy censored. that worked there that. He got caught because after hours he would use the leftover dough and make a full woman's body and like decorate <laughs> it with like like he put pepperonis where the nipples were and he would pump the, this giant pizza dough. Yes. And someone yes. came back to the store and like saw this happening and he got fired. That's that's incredible. In, I, I would. I mean, love to fuck a pizza lady. If that happened now, it would be the biggest story. So you want to make the yeah. viral story? Get caught hunting uh-huh. a pizza dough lady and have some uh-huh. like video the evidence afterwards. There you go. Oh my god! <laughs> if they got him on camera, this oh. this sounds like your next artistic project, right? Like a pizza real doll of somebody, right? Oh my god, that's incredible! <laughs> a pizza real doll, yeah, wow. I feel like I've already wow. shamed my poor family enough with. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so I might, I, I, yeah, I might have to. I, I've had some ideas that are a little. Um, Risque, and I've always kind of steered away away from that. It feels too easy because uh-huh, you, you do uh-huh. you do anything that's a little risque, you can get attention for it. So uh, it's you sure. know it's like. But I mean, it comes from a real place, though. It I does. mean, it's not yeah. you're not you're not just making something shocking to be shocking. You're like expressing the worlds of fucking a pizza lady. <laughs> Which is a valid, which is someone's world. That's, that's, that was an experience that a human being had. And, you're, and a pizza. You're, Don't forget the pizza. Yeah, and, I was affected so, by I mean, Obviously, it. I remember it, and it was, it was a long time ago, you know? I mean, right? I almost am affected in a creative way because that really is like, I mean, that. 
I don't know. That, that pizza lady could be in like a folk art museum or something today. Right. So <laughs> good. Do, good. Do you think? Do you think as an artist you can draw a direct line of inspiration from Pizza Lady to like Lars Ulrich toilet? <laughs> Is there? Do you think there's some like kind of uncanny valley or maybe like uncanny restroom thing that has always kind of like been in the back of your mind? You know, there's probably other restroom things, but that wasn't in a restroom. <laughs> like on that, it was on that like stainless steel table that they make the pizzas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. Like the prep table. That was my first thought. Like, did he make like legs yeah. that went like hanging down off the the table, or like oh, that, that he could like, yeah, like, grab think, onto, or or, or was like, he folding her up? Was he like doing the legs up and like? So I, yeah. I, there's, I there's did a lot not of... see this. So I I got hired in the okay, aftermath probably. of this. Uh huh. So, <laughs> it was like amazing. real. The manager seemed like real straight laced, and then. Like, one night mm-hmm. we were closing, and he's like, hey, do you hear about, uh, I think the guy's name was Nate. Do you hear Nate, like, fuck the pizza dough? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this guy used to work here, and he made, he made, like, a pizza lady out of a bunch of dough. And then he, like, you know, decorated it with the vegetables and, like, humped it and got, <laughs> he got caught and fired. And the, I, it, it was, like, the way he told me, it was Amazing. really weird. Like, I was like... <laughs> I'm like, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was a, it was a real uh, <laughs> weird vibe. I don't remember if I, I don't remember if I tried it or not. Like, you know, <laughs> I might have taken a go. No shame if yeah, you do. Yeah, you, know? you know, I would. I well, I would have yeah. at 16. I, I don't know if I'd make the full lady. Yeah, that's, just that, so that's much a lot. So much, like, like I just close my eyes and think about a lady and have sex with like. Some dough in my hand. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel like yeah, just make a pizza dough pocket pussy. Not that you know. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> I don't. I really, truly don't have a recollection. But in my mind, I feel like if I could step into my younger body, I probably was like, oh, I w- w- maybe this was a great experience. But I, I don't have any recollection of doing it. I wish I would have. I'm, I'm too old yeah. and jaded now to experiment like that. So. <laughs> I know how it is. That's one of the side effects of getting older, right? It's like, yeah, like once you hit thirty, you just don't want to fuck pizza dough anymore. Like, eh, eh. Nah, that's when I was in my twenties. I would have fucked thirty pizzas, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, we might be tapping into something that uh, you know. Maybe this is you know they say you never know when you have your million dollar idea. People love pizza, that's true. That's true. and people love uh-huh. something. And so I always uh-huh. say combine two things that people love into something new, and you can, you know, create a compelling piece of art. So, one thousand yeah. percent. Although one would imagine, maybe I could do it. Zone I mean, would be much more yeah. pleasant, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do maybe, it. Maybe maybe I do it. Do it. Do. Maybe I should do it. So, <laughs> I yeah, I'd have to so. Gosh, that's the kind of thing where you're like, hey, man, I could get your pizza shop on, like, the national news, and then you tell them why, how, and they're like... (laughs) You have to find, like, a really cool pizza place. Like, there's cool pizza... There's a lot of cool pizza dudes out there. Like, the entrepreneurs who decide to, like, open a pizza joint are like two types of people, Italians and stoners, and just like stoner shit bags. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who will be like, 
Yeah, dude, that sounds fucking funny. Let's do that shit. So, would you, would, so it was my understanding that the pizza woman that this guy made was not cooked. Would yeah, you, that's what I was thinking, yeah. What, uh, like what I would think. So here's can I can I pitch you something? So this is yeah, my yeah, vision yeah. for it, right? Yeah. My vision is that you make a full size woman out of like pizza dough and and cook it so it's like finished, and then maybe like hollow out certain areas and fill them with dough, and then decorate it, and then you presumably I guess like either you yourself or you hire someone to like actually have sex with it and film it and then you release that on the internet right like I I don't know maybe that's too extreme but like no, no. that's how that's what no, I would I, think like you do it on like uh, one of those ones where you upload it yourself yeah yeah like, I like really I mean, there are sites that. that will host that content you know <laughs> I mean there's a lot you're not like you know, it's not like you're. There's no victim. It's victimless. You know, so yeah, exactly. Like it's true. purely wholesome. I mean, I uh, feel like I'm setting you guys up for a viral indeed. story here. I feel like um, you know, I'm throwing you the the pitch, and you got to hit it out of the park here. <laughs> That's it, bro. We got a fucking pizza. We got a pizza. Yeah. I feel like you guys don't have do have to do it yourself, but there's people that would. Um, there's people whose job it is for that. Yeah. That. Yeah. True. And you guys totally. Yeah. You hire a professional for a job like that. You get them in there and you yeah. say, "Hey, this is what I need. Can you deliver?" And they say, "Yes." Seven hundred dollars. And I say, "Absolutely." And then the, let's get, our, let's get, our, let's get ourselves a real Papa John. Paper, right? So you put Dude, yes. paper <laughs> looking for somebody who loves pizza and also loves to um, have sex. And they feel like, that's <laughs> me. Yeah, and no. then it's like you list, you say, like, uh, you know, adult industry experience preferred. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll accept references. Looking for pizza models. <laughs> that's that's all it has what to about, say. What if it's just looking money size? Looking for pizza sluts. Oh, ooh, that's a, that. Ooh, yeah, I mean, calling it the pizza slut is a great yes. idea. You know, you like could even hut, go you know? no yeah. human nudity. What if you make because you got the sausage? So what if you made oh my a God. whole male and then yes. you just kind of puppeted it. Like, you you know, you yes. kind of all... Oh, know. made the pizza people fuck? You can I, See, I like a, this even better. Yeah. I like this even better. You wear one of those black, like, lycra suits like puppeteers wear, so you're like... Uh-huh. You're oh, like, okay. And then you're kind of, like, <laughs> doing the motion. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. I think you could probably get that on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you could also get it taken off YouTube. No, yeah, no, no, for real. Like that's this is the future. That's really the move. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like that. Maybe uh, can you can you get simulated uh, love making on YouTube? I don't even know what the rules are. I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> I mean, I, I imagine you could do it. I don't know. Like if people were fully clothed and just dry humping, I think you could get that on there. Um, I, I, I think it really depends on like how, how much you're like actually simulating the genitals and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. That's a great, That's a great question. question. Let's test our uh, luck. 
Let's test our luck. Spencer. Hell yeah! Let's figure it out. Uh, before our next, I, section, I want to yo, yo, use the restroom. If, if, if someone hears this cool. and wants to do it, uh, I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I want to be an early invest. I want to be like, uh, what do they call it when you're like, you know, a not a, an investor who's not like uh, known to be an investor? What do they call that? Oh, an angel investor. Uh-huh. Silent partner. Yeah. Yeah, an angel investor. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, Silent yeah. partner. partner yeah. In on the ground floor. Yeah. Pizza Sluts Hell Unlimited. Yeah. Unlimited? When did we decide well, that? I don't know. Maybe Pizza Sluts like Limited. It. There you go. Yeah, I like LLC. Yeah. We should be a limited liability. I feel like if, <laughs> if someone burns their dick, really I don't get a lot, you could do a lot more. Because you could do like all fours, you know, you could do. You know, you 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 have more structure there. You could even really kind mm-hmm. of um, you could put an infrastructure inside, like get some kind of a rebar, like steel rebar, because you can put rebar through a pizza oven. It's not going to do anything to it. For sure, that's true. yeah. Well, yeah. You, you could definitely put you put a lot of stuff in a pizza oven. Yeah, you could put a full human body <laughs> in big enough pizza oven. Or a full dough body. The, the dough body, fuck. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. 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 You know, depending on your thing. Um, but yeah, before our next thing, you said you needed to Let's go Let's do that. Is it okay if we take a quick break cool. and then do the rest of the show? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Do you oh ever pee like in a cup or anything? Or Oh, I've got a lot of stories about that. Yes. Oh, uh, Spencer lived in a van for a, a while, so he's peed in all sorts of containers. So many different containers. Let me tell you, best container, wide mouth uh, Gatorade bottles. The best container. How about, yeah. uh, how about can I, can I, uh, how about a wide mouth Billy Bass? Oh, yeah. That's pretty Billy good. Billy Bass, yeah. like the fish that sings? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool to pee in one of those. I'll tell you guys this little thing that I do. Well, whenever I pee in a bottle, I write on uh-huh. it. Do not drink taste terrible and then leave it somewhere. I don't know why. <laughs> nice. I think that's so, really so oh actually <laughs> So so uh a fun fun story real quick. Um someone like tried to recycle a bottle of urine in my in my condo complex. That's amazing. Which is really weird because I live wait, in like a how, rich Wait, area. how long ago was this? Because it could have been me. This was like two days oh, ago. Okay, so I saw it was not it me. It, it looks like it, I, it looks like they like were pouring it out of something and just missed the the bin because it's just sitting like next to the, <laughs> the recycling bin and has been for what several kind of bottle days is now. It? It's like a water bottle. Oh, like a Costco Kirkland water bottle. Oof. I hate peeing in a water bottle because you gotta expensive? line the holes up and it's just a little yeah. bit sketchy. Mm. And then. You have to like press down the your your the 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 dickhead a little bit so you get a little bit of air so you can like air can escape <laughs> yeah. or else it's gonna like spray all over you and it's yeah. like it's yeah, really tricky spray. like so the trickiest so a little, let me tell you a little bit about pee jugs okay like I'm an ex- I'm an expert on pee jugs um so like when I was living in my car and I was peeing in bottles a lot like I would I would use like two gallon jugs because I would like buy them and I would drink all the water and then I would like pee it out into the bottle but like those were the best for capacity but they were not the best for the the opening because it was not very wide and you had to be really careful but the good thing about those is they were heavy enough that you could like set them down they wouldn't like tip over uh because some of like mm-hmm. other like smaller bottles you could definitely like tip them over and stuff if you weren't careful and uh yeah it's just it was hard it was a life 
That's yeah. fair. That's fair. I've only peed in a bottle like twice. Oh my, in my god! Life. Wow! Dude, I peed in a bottle <laughs> you sweet summer child. I know. I've peed in a bottle I, probably I, I ten thousand like times. It's yeah, that's hell amazing. yeah. Spencer, do you think you can? No, uh, you think not ten thousand? You, you know 10, a lot. A lot. Yeah, like you know, I, I'm actually not sure. Like now that I think about it, like it's definitely like it's been so many times, like thousands you know, of times. Uh, definitely, they, they say you're not an expert until you've peed in at least ten thousand. <laughs> and I agree with them. The wide Just mouth, so. wide <laughs> mouth Gatorade bottle, not because like yes. I'm not not suggesting like I don't think penis size really matters. Like when it comes to that, but just like. Mm. You can just, you don't have to worry about clogging up the air exactly. so it doesn't spray back. Yeah. You don't have to really, you can mm-hmm. kind of just let it hang in the bottle and just, you know, you yeah. can do something else, just like go. fishing or something. The only, Ooh. the only bad thing that happened to me though, using those, those are great, but like, I definitely had times where like I had more pee than the bottle could hold because the bottle only holds 32 oh, no. ounces and like I yeah. apparently have peed more than thirty-two more ounces. More than thirty-two ounces of pee? You have an enormous apparently. Bladder, Jesus Christ! Like that's like that's a quarter. Ga- that's a quart. You have more than a quart. Bladder. I feel like though, you I don't can, think I can even keep a pint in my bladder. I feel like you can stop. I feel like when you've let that much out, though, you can stop yourself from peeing and go back yeah. to like holding your pee, and you got a significant yeah. amount of time. So you've got yeah. to revisit that. So. Agreed. Interesting. I, I I really can't hold my pee until like it's all out. I you I'm can. Not, I'm not good at that. You, you can. Uh, you just have a test. I'm not good you at have it. A and I have a strong ass prostate. Like my prostate's a titan. <laughs> like I I beat it up daily. So I don't. It's yeah. it's war torn. Yeah. It's got the thousand thousand yard stairs. It's, it's France point. after World War One up in there. <laughs> And World War II. There are II. half a million dead mules, dude. Like, you have no idea. Uh, uh, just, uh, it's my own trench warfare. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, Prince cool, Midnight, yeah. an incredible, incredible guest. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, check yeah, out, we, uh, we everyone listening should check out your works. Where can we see you on the internet? Where can we follow you? Uh, I mainly do uh, Instagram, and I, I'm, like, really bad about it. I, I, but I've been pretty good about posting on there. So, yeah, you can go on Instagram, and I post just pictures of, you know, shows and just stuff I'm working on. And I'll get, you know, an idea to start working on something. So uh, I think some people enjoyed after the skeleton guitar, they followed me and saw some of the other things I did. And then they start, they saw the Lars toilet from conception when I just had the sketch and uh, there was some people who were really supportive and followed the whole process from conception to it going viral and um, you know so there'll be something else so if that's something that interests you you know it might be something that doesn't go viral maybe something that goes viral but uh, I'm into something and then I got you know you can just look up Prince Midnight on any streaming service and I play mm-hmm. like I, you know, I don't know what I don't really know how to define it. It's like kind of extreme metal mixed with like goth rock with like vibraphone. I don't even really, you know, whatever. Someone, yeah, that, someone that's, come up that's with it's, it's hard to define, but it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, Britt and I listened to some I, before yeah. the stream, and yeah, it's it's awesome. You should check it out out there. Pretty good. It's, yeah, it's not a joke. I poured my heart and soul into it, and I'm really proud of it. And it's weird. 
Like, if you want to listen to, like... It's so weird, but it's got so many normal cool elements. Record, like, like, get an Insect Warfare record. Get a, you know, mm-hmm. Aspect record. If you want to listen to, like, something that you haven't uh, heard before, get a Prince Midnight record, you know, so... Well. Well. Unfortunately, uh, Prince Midnight has kids. Well, I mean, not unfortunately he has kids, but unfortunately he had to take off because he had to go take care of his kids. Um... So, yeah, we're just going to do the last couple segments of the show by ourselves. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, boy. unfortunately, Prince Midnight had to step away. But, Britt, I was wondering if you would like to accompany me on a journey. A journey wherever for two. Into the bucket void. Bucket void. Bucket void. Oh my god oh my god Brit, we're here we're here we're here in the part of the show where we talk about the horrible parts of the internet and you know all that stuff you know um youtube um, youtube yeah. brit yep. we're here to talk about it it's youtube yep. your 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 tube. youtube my, yeah, my you, tube it could our be our tube? Eh, our tube it's not our tube yet there's a lot of a lot of yeah, needs to happen we gotta that. nationalize it make it a public utility <laughs> public <laughs> utility tube <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, kicking things off, YouTube user C C says, five years ago, the key is to sync all tracks together and play them at the same time. No, well, thank you. Uh, actually, so I actually looked this up, and somebody had made a video on YouTube um, of Pike 189 Blue Squared what mm-hmm. all of the songs playing at the same time on six different yep. Android phones. <laughs> and what, so wait, what? You just have like six Android phones sitting on a table and they're all playing different Buckethead songs from the album Blue Square. Yeah, they're all uh, I feel like there's so many easier I know, ways to do this. I know. That's why it's so fucking weird and funny and uh, that's why I, I highlighted this comment. That's, um, fair. That's fair. I thought it was okay. pretty um, darn funny. Uh, but anyways, look up that video. I forget who made it, but it's on YouTube. You can find it. Um, it's pretty good. Anyways, moving yeah. on. Katie Marigold says six years ago, I'm starting to think Buckethead is a master of Photoshop as well. And I agree, actually. Like, so the, the I mean, in the sense that the most recent Pike album arts have been very good. I think they've been... Really? Yeah, but we don't know for certain if he we don't. does them. We don't. Frank and Seuss does a lot of them. Peace Sticks does a lot of them. Peace Sticks does a yeah, lot of other Frank stuff, too. Is, yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, Frank and Seuss also does a, like, a lot of computer stuff and like computer animations and stuff. So I would not be very surprised if this was a Frank and Seuss yeah, cover. I, I, don't, I don't know. But like, yeah. if it is, dude's yeah. awesome. He looks really good. Like, I, yeah. like The art looks really yeah. good. Whoever I made it. Pretty, yeah, it uh, good. pretty yeah. darn rad. Um. Yeah. So, speaking of John Zorn, YouTube user Nano P Brain says, and that's spelled P E E, uh, they're P Brain for sure. 
six years ago, mm-hmm. I normally listen to jazz. So at first, I had to check my computer to make sure I did not have music already playing in the background. But I kept hearing horns. Sure enough, it wasn't my music playing in the background. It's his album. It would have been sweet if John Zorn would have made an appearance. But still, Buckethead rules. Man, if John Zorn plays on your noise album, you've made it in a very, very distinct That's fucking way. real. That's real shit right there. But you have also fa- failed in every I other mean, way I mean, you're, you're, you're succeeding in the way that is important, and that is, the you know, Zorn. Playing, Playing with, with John, John Zorn. Zorn yeah. Fucking rad. We, yeah. we love that. We, we're Zorn stands here, as established. Uh, YouTube user P. Tracy mm-hmm. says four years ago... Well, we've talked to P. Tracy before. Yeah, their picture is like a, a sexy girl, which I think... They're definitely they're, not they're, sexy No, girl. no, they're not. Yeah. They're the opposite of yeah. a sexy girl. Yeah. Um, four years ago, they say, Part 6 was actually pretty cool with that eerie ass keyboard. <laughs> ass, ass keyboard. keyboard. <laughs> Imagine a keyboard shaped yeah. like an ass. Like, how would the keys yeah, be? Yeah, like hell that? yeah. YouTube user Snooby Tooby says... Ten months ago, very tasteful for the style diggers. I have no idea what he's. <laughs> I have no idea either. I I really, I really don't know. Um, I'm very confused. Yeah. But yes, uh, you're right, Snooby Tooby. <laughs> Snooby Tooby's zonked, by the way. That dude is Goodbye, with the name Snooby, Snooby Tooby. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, no. Um, yeah, uh, but yes, actually. Um, Snooby Tooby sounds like something Jane Silent Bob would say. It's Snooby Toobies. Or Jay. Um, yeah, it, um, it actually really does. Um, so there's, there weren't a lot of Buckethead comments on the, well, there's not a lot of comments on these pikes that we listened to this week. So I, uh, I sourced some, some other Buckethead related comments on, um, on just other YouTube videos with Buckethead on them. Um, we're just gonna skip that one. Uh, YouTube user Mango Blue says six months ago edited. This guy deserves a statue, same size as the Statue of Liberty, in every country of the world. Damn, make it in every city. That would bankrupt like the entire world. <laughs> the entire world's economy destroyed just to have bucketed statues in every I... city in every everywhere. Just imagine, just imagine, like, uh, yeah, we're gonna go meet at the Buckethead statue. <laughs> Wait, what, which, 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 which Buckethead statue? There are, yeah, thousands, um, hundreds of thousands, yeah, like of the, Buckethead the local municipal Buckethead <laughs> statue, or yeah, mm, that, that's 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 a dystopia, truly, right there. truly a dystopia, uh. As much as I love Buckethead, that's yeah. Speaking so of loving Buckethead, YouTube user Pam Wen says one month ago, I've seen him play live. Or sorry, I've seen him played this twice, and it was epic. Plus, I was on everything, but this is one of his best performance. So, like, <laughs> that's what I'm assuming. Yeah, she was on. Yeah. I like that idea. I like the idea of somebody just like being like, "Hell yeah, I want to get fucking blizzazzled and go see Buckethead." And their their name is Pam. 
Imagine someone named Pam getting high. I mean, that's a, that's a, this is a that regular happen? occurring joke on uh, Archer. There's a character named Pam, and it's a, that character oh, goes hard. Mm. Yeah, very true. Uh, it's good shit. Um, moving on. YouTube user Lee Stanford says two days ago he he makes oh, wow. me miss dime. I can hear a little dime in there. Just brilliant. Okay. <laughs> No. No. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess there is some dime bag girl in there, but too Do you think there's a lot. little dime bag Come in on. all of us? Um, <laughs> yeah, I like to believe that. I like that's actually my uh c- conspiracy theory is there's a little dime bag girl in all of us controlling us like giant robots. Big, big dime bag. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is just a picture of the Lars Ulrich toilet. Um, now, because Prince Midnight was going to guest on our show and, and did and was wonderful, um, I prepared a segment of Bucket Void um, to enjoy with them, but now it's just you, Britt, and I want to make you uncomfortable That's fair. telling you that. That's, uh, that's no, it's, okay. and so anyways, I, I had shared this image on my meme page, and uh, mm-hmm. it got a lot of comments, and I some of which I thought were kind of funny, and I wanted to share those. Uh because it's a fucking Lars Ulrich toilet. Uh, YouTube, or I keep saying YouTube. I'm so used to YouTube. Instagram user Tommy is dead says this is definitely at the backyard of some band's rehearsal space, and it's a huge deal in their lore. Which is pretty appropriate. We'll skip that one. Um, YouTube, uh, uh, sorry, Instagram user Vulgar Store says, Where do I get one of these? Always wondered what it would be like to shit on his lap. Have you always wondered that, <laughs> Vulgar know, right? Store? Have you, oh, uh, do you wake up every day and you're like, Man, I wonder what it would be like to shit in <laughs> Lars Ulrich's lap. Can you imagine how uncomfortable it would be to shit in anyone's lap? Like, there's a person that you're sitting on or like uh, sitting above and like you now have to defecate and that's going to go on to them or something. I mean, you don't, you don't have to, you want, you to. want to, I mean that that's a lot to imagine, to. especially about a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Even if it is Lars Ulrich, I don't know. It's, this is what if, but what if you're like the guy from naps? Oh, yeah, like I bet he wants to shit on Lars Ulrich. Yeah, because Lars Ulrich, in a way, shit on his lap. That's that's true. So that's true in a way. Yeah, when you think about I'm, it, I'm I am thinking about it, and I like it. Uh, speaking Excellent. of stuff I like, YouTube. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Instagram user Dirty Couch Slouch says, "I am so high that at first sight, I thought this was a real person." <laughs> I I shared this mostly because of the spelling. Person is spelled P E R S I N. Yeah, I feel like they did that. On I purpose. feel like they did too. Speaking of doing things on purpose, <laughs> user Edelthism or Edithism says, "Poop in his balls." I mean, the statue doesn't really have balls, and like, no, because like there, there's obviously kind of like a bulge uh-huh. there. But then, like, uh, uh, the the toilet's, like, a few inches uh-huh. from that. 
So you're not you're not pooping in his balls. No. I don't think not not really. But no, and I think that would change the meaning of the <laughs> word. But you're like you're you're sitting in between his legs and taking a poop <laughs> with him. Yeah, I with feel like him. is yeah. how I I yeah. read the art. It's like you're pooping with Lars Ulrich, not yeah. He's Lars he's Ulrich. it's a comforting embrace from a friend. Yeah, and now after talking to the artist, I feel like that might have been kind of his intent. It's like you're you're pooping. You're, you know, you're riding with the devil and pooping with the drummer from Hell yeah, dude. Um, (laughs) Speaking of toilets, I went on a statement from the toilet void. (laughs) Oh, great. That's, you're going to have to explain that. So what that means is I searched uh, toilet in messages in my phone and I found in a conversation between you and I some references to a toilet. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, this w- this is part of a conversation that was in reference to a meme that is a picture of a toilet where someone has written on the underside of the bottom lid of the toilet. Oh yes, Steve Albini was an inside Albini job. Was an inside now, job. I, one of my favorite. Yeah, it's things really I've one of my. Seen. I don't have that image handy right now, but you had texted me asking me for it, and I somehow was able to respond within minutes with that image. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's an important image. I wouldn't be surprised. If it probably is. Um, it makes sense to me. And we had a conversation about it, but on April 3rd, 2019, at 4.13 p.m., I said, the machine learning aspect of the Photos app is pretty good, but it failed to recognize that this is a picture of a toilet. Searching toilet brought up mm. 41 other toilet photos I apparently had on my phone. <laughs> All <laughs> pornography. Oh, yeah. Always pornography. Oh, always toilet always, pornography. Yeah. This is getting head of bucket cast, so episode pro- 63. Always toilet pornography. <laughs> you, you got it from Um, I Here's another text between you and I where I said on August 10th, 2020 at 12.56 p.m., why are you subscribed to our Taco Bell? And you responded... Why aren't you? Uh, so now we have a statement from the Brian Harris void. Uh, for those wondering and listening, Brian's, Brian's just a guy we know. <laughs> he, like, yeah, don't don't worry about it. But he's fucking rad. He's a... He used to be in a band with her, our last guest. Uh-huh. So on September 22nd, uh, 2020, at 8.27 p.m., Brian Harris <laughs> texted, in, texted me this image with a text that says, Dude, I milked a half gram in my bong on the toilet! <laughs> I mean, that's a fucking... That's a huge bong hit, clearing a full half gram on the toilet. Hit. That'll get you <laughs> fucked, dude, and that'll kill your lungs. Holy shit. Brian goes hard. Uh, and then he responded... Well, we know this. Brian Brian is one of the few people I know for certain that can outsmoke yeah. me. And there are not yeah. that many. That dude... Yeah, fucks. and then he responded after that, BMS, brother, bong milk society. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. <sighs> That's all I got, bud. That's yeah. the statements. Statements from the buggy boy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are we are to the part of the thing where we say <laughs> the thing 
so specific. Uh, this is recommendations. And, uh, recommend something. Yeah. yeah. Recommend well, something I don't to each other. know where we're at with the whole recommendations thing right now. I mean, we can just okay. say whatever because we're going to do the... We, we still have to do the two album of the mm-hmm. year casts. And we're also going to do another cast do? with uh, with Cool Shrek um, about quicksand. Yeah. Hopefully next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't know that. Well then, cool. Um, so we can just skip that and recommend... Tight, what you got? Uh, this is not for you, but I recommend Far Life Milk. Uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm lactose intolerant, but I've been drinking lactose free mm-hmm. milk and, uh, there's good lactose free milk out and not much good lactose free milk out there. It has usually been dog shit and kind of has had this weird thinness for so many years. But recently I started picking up lactose free far life milk and it's incredible. Their chocolate milk is incredible. Okay. It's, uh, I, uh. I think that's the first food recommendation on this. Oh no, you've recommended Ethiopian food before. What? Um, you've recommended Ethiopian food before, so this isn't the first uh, food recommendation. Yeah, but yeah, uh, that is true. But yeah, I I would highly recommend Far Life lactose free milk. Tight. What do you got to recommend, Spencer? Uh, okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> I, you know what? In, in lieu of a good recommendation this week, I'm just going to tell an anecdote uh, and a re- recommendation for something not to do. Um, so, uh, mm-hmm. f- at the beginning of my work week, I work Saturday to Wednesday. Uh, so, Saturday is my Monday. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. this past week, on last Saturday, I had, on my very first break, on my very first day of work in my work week, I went and bought a garlic bagel at a bagel place now a garlic bagel or how they make it is like a regular white bagel but they have like a fuck ton of like garlic cloves on the outside of it that are like all like Mm -hmm. crispy because they've been they've gone through the the oven it's fucking delicious so 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 they're like yeah crispy and like sweet exactly yeah so they're just like it's just like uh you know garlic yeah roasted roasted garlic garlic, basically uh but they're they're really good and they're very like pungent um, well, mm-hmm. I didn't eat that bagel. I, I bought two bagels. I also bought an everything bagel and I ate that bagel, but I didn't eat the garlic bagel. And then I put it in my backpack where I keep my work shirt <laughs> and my, mm-hmm. as a result, my backpack and my work shirt very dramatically smelled like garlic the next day. Um, and mm-hmm. then... And you and, and and going back, you have a single one. <laughs> yes, still. and they still haven't washed it either. Yeah, you <laughs> still haven't washed it, and you still haven't asked. I have for a asked one. for a new one. They won't and give you me know one. What? They don't have them. It's not their wow. fault exactly. There, there's a shortage going on on shirts, and so like they don't have. Nobody has shirts. Like we. So maybe they shouldn't require you to wear the shirts if you only have one left. Well, I mean. To be fair, that was they did give me three, and I lost the other two. So it's like. But th- how many years ago did they give you three, uh, it Spencer? Actually, it was at the beginning of 2020 that they gave me three. Okay. But still, like, they expect you to wear... It's been a know. while since they gave me some yeah. new shirts. They, they, so a, they're normally really yeah. good about this. They normally give us new shirts, like, every three months. Like, it's, like, very, like, mm-hmm. clockwork. Three months, new shirts. But as a result of, like, the pandemic, like, they don't have them. <laughs> 
or something. I don't know what's going on. But they they should get them made by someone else. Shirts aren't like a sacred thing that other people can't make. It's not a fucking, you know, like I, a Tesla. That, I like, agree. <laughs> it's a shirt. Oh, so, but the, you know, what? going back to going back to shorts versus Ferrari. This is this is a shirt. God damn it! Mm-hmm. It's easy. I I agree. <laughs> for for this, don't, for the sake of this, the the anecdote, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so, okay. So I guess I won't. Uh, this was on Saturday, and I started to experience the oh. effects of my garlicky shirt on Sunday. However, um, to make it to tell it short, uh. The garlic bagel is still in my backpack, and so is my shirt. <laughs> and it is uh, it is Thursday. <laughs> why? Why are you publicly talking about this? You're because like... my life is sad. It's it's like it's, it. The people want to know, and I'm here to to tell them. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not sad. You're just a shitbag. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> I. Uh... I feel like there's a sure. difference. A little uh, bit. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Like, oh, would you look at that? The consequences of my actions. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Uh, but anyways, my recommendation is this. If you keep your, your work shirt in a backpack and never wash it, and you want it to not smell like garlic, don't go buy a really... <laughs> fucking pungent garlic bagel and put it in the same backpack and leave it in there for seven days or not sorry, sorry not seven five uh six days don't don't do that mm-hmm. it's not recommended <laughs> you should just start saying you're italian and like speaking like, like this uh, don't put the bagel Hey, uh, why y'all think I smell yeah. like a garlic? Of course, it's because oh, of that's Italian. actually pretty good. Yeah, wh- why do you think I uh. smell like a garlic? <laughs> I love the garlic. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it is. Where are you, soundboard? There you are. Let's do it. <laughs> Super duper, super duper. Keep the energy going for the jokes. Ha ha ha. Funny jokes. Funny, funny jokes. <laughs> telling some jokes. I'm going to tell some jokes. Spencer here is going to listen to some jokes while I tell some funny jokes. We're going to go ha. He's going to go ha. I'm going to go ha. Ha 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 ha. Standing ovation. Funniest <laughs> set you've ever had. Thank you very much, Spencer. Thank you very much. You were an okay audience. Not great, actually. Ha ha ha. Not that funny. Not that good. All of my jokes bombed, and I want to die. I want to eat an American apple pie. It's telling hey, some jokes. Fixed funny, it. funny. Fix the jokes. jokes. Fix the funny stream. Time. I fix the stream. It's oh, not fucked up. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I like my song, but okay, if you want to stop my cool song, <clears throat> I guess I'll tell some jokes. Yeah, you're... Why did Fleetwood Mac go to Disney World? I don't know. Uh, they were told they had some of the biggest lines. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do what do mito what do mitochondria and Elon Musk fans have in common? It's a great question. Well, they're both in cells. <laughs> That's a great joke. <clears throat> Good job. For 
For being the birthplace of Christ, we sure don't have much information on Mary's pussy. <laughs> I tried to turn all of uh, my weed into dabs, but I couldn't concentrate. Uh... The only way the show Hoarders could have been more depressing is if it was about people who fight against the alliance on World of Warcraft. Wow, well, that's a deep cut, especially for somebody who's never played World of Warcraft. Why are all the members of sludge metal band Crowbar known as psychics? I don't know. Well, because they all have four chins. <laughs> it's a deep cut. Uh, it's a deep cut. My friend uh, asked me if I'm into power metal. I said, yeah, copper is super conductor- conductive and useful. Um, what yeah uh after being released from prison it was announced this week that disney will actually hire bill cosby in a voice role oh wow uh for an animated feature uh they're calling it an extremely roofy movie Uh. (laughs) you know it seems awfully cruel to make handicapped alcoholics take a 12-step program (laughs) damn I have Spencer's DNA like his bowel movements. Uh, how? Well, they're both in his genes. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> that means you poop your pants. Poop my pants. And actually, it, it could also, when you think about it, I mean, like, you also, your DNA is in your genes because you come in your genes as well. <laughs> so, poop and come, baby. <laughs> yes. But that's, the, we, we all know that that's what the sock is for. Yes. Pooping as well. Yeah. You got the poop sock. <laughs> you got you know, it. When you don't want to get up at night, like you, know, you pee in the bottle, you poop in the sock. It's, it's a multi-purpose tool. It's it's the way of the road. Way of the road, brother. <laughs> poop sock. Um, I fucked up at work real bad, so my boss had one of those "come to Jesus" talks with me. So I jerked off to the New Testament. <laughs> uh, I put the cool. In illiterate. <laughs> Be- because I'm illiterate, I, I started dating my book's ghostwriter, <laughs> but but they weren't my type. Wow. My type, wow. because they type. Wow. It's not my typing. They get it. I got real nervous before an orgy the other day, so uh, I just went in, I, I imagined everybody clothed. <laughs> I've heard that joke before. Have you? Yes. Oh, well. Uh, why does Danzig always take the petty side of arguments? I don't, I don't know. Because it's impossible for him to be the bigger man. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll close out on this. Um, my uh, friend got a degree in climate science, but uh, over the last decade, it's become two degrees. Ha, 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 joke. Where can I find you, Spencer? Oh, yeah, my website, spencer.zone. What about you, Britt? Uh, you can find me at Dog Vorbis on most socials, or uh, hit me up at A Bucket Cast and um, tell, me, uh, tell me what kind of toilet <laughs> you would make. If you could make any toilet out of this, like any person or anything. Hey, yeah, and if you want to like actually tell us, you could call our voicemail, 425-310-2416. Four, four, one, one, six. 
I think is the yeah. number. That is the number. <clears throat> Hell yeah. We super BMS, brother. Bong Milk Society. Bong Milk Society forever. Yeah. I've been Britain. And this has been Spencer. No, I've been Prince Midnight. You've been listening to Getting Head, a bucket cast. A bucket cast. Stay greasy, bucket head. Namaste.